Welcome to Trans Press's Dragon Dragon Radio. I'm here today, brought to you by Viltura, and I'm going to butcher their name. I'm sorry for the lovely jewelry today. And we're brought to you with author Joel Primus and his book, Getting Naked. Now, the book isn't what it sounds like, so we're going to get into this a little bit. Welcome, Joel. Thanks for having me. Now, the book is actually about the bare necessities of entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, the Getting Naked piece is, uh, so the name of the company that I had started was called Naked Underwear, and we made underwear that felt so comfortable, didn't feel like you were wearing any, that's why there was this name Naked, but over the journey of, of starting it and raising millions of dollars and then selling it years later, there was this entire journey of uh, and transformation inside myself, which I refer to as this idea of kind of getting naked, as getting back to who I was. Um, and and that's sort of the double entendre of it's not just a book about, about entrepreneurship and starting a business, it's about how entrepreneurship becomes this way of, of looking and, and understanding and becoming more aware about ourselves and how we can remove our triggers and remove our, our sort of negative patterns and negative beliefs and, and things that hold us back and just be who we truly are. Yeah, we, I find so much in entrepreneurship that you're a crab in a bucket, so to speak. You have all <laughs> these negative things that pull you down all the time and you have to get to the top of the bucket. Well, once you're at the top of the bucket, are you happy or are there more negative things that you put in your own mind? Because now I'm here, I should still be there in the bucket. Right. It's, it's a question of what was it? So let's, let's look at Isaiah Berlin's uh, negative and positive Liberty. So negative Liberty being you might have material success and therefore you have some aspect of, liberty you have achieved this thing that gives you some status some freedom some flexibility etc which money absolutely does um but it's not necessarily positive liberty which is liberty from our mind our negativity our our, our self-doubt and so to use your your graph in the bucket reference which i love it depends what you do as you ascend to the top was it if it was all about money there's probably a trail of wreckage that you've taken on on the way to the top that won't feel good once you're there. You'll just be haunted by your mind still. But if the ascension, the path to ascension is, is matched by the, the internal work to free yourself from, I always say like, we have these monsters and demons in us, which are our negative thoughts and different things like that. And and we're always going to try and slay them in the outside world until we've dealt with them in, internally. And so if we do that side by side, our, our professional growth, we can come to that place at the top of the bucket where we do feel much more contentment and peace in our life um, than just material success would give us. And thank you for saying that, because I hear so many times, well, if you don't have the material success, you're not successful. Well, that's not entire, entirely true. You can have success within yourself and not have the material success that we see glorified on TV. 
Absolutely. And, and whose definition, you know, of success are we taking a, are we taking a Western view of success? Are we taking, you know, the American dreams view of success, which is you, know, you need to have a certain set of things to be deemed successful. That's not shared the world over. Success can be health success. Success can be relationship success. And if I keep saying success, I'm going to eventually stumble on the word here. <laughs> Sorry to like say that 10 times fast, right? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we we find these words and we just keep repeating it because people tend to remember it at the 10th repetitive word, right? Mm -hmm. So we keep saying these words, but they're such a tongue twister <laughs> that we just tie our stuff up. So yeah, and I look at success like the word maxim, or sorry, not the word maxim, like hard work. And they become these maxims where we never redefine the word. You know, hard work is, a, is an incredibly important thing that I believe it is part of our, our human experience that, that we need to embrace. Um, and that we feel a sense of fulfillment and a sense of purpose in working hard. But that doesn't mean working dumb, and that doesn't mean working so hard that you, you, you destroy your health and you destroy your relationships along the way. And as we, tr as we progressed through the decades and this, this ever-present need to work and to be on and to be available um, happened to us, we never changed what hard work meant when before hard work meant when you went to work, you worked hard. It didn't mean you had to take your work home with you. It didn't mean that you weren't allowed to have a day off or a week off or a month off. And so I think success is the same thing. There was one idea that was fed to us and that's the only idea many of us accept. And because that's the idea we accept, nothing else feels like success when it absolutely can be. Mm -hmm. Well, I totally agree. I was raised by my grandparents. So you go to work nine to five yeah. and then you come home for dinner and you're in bed by eight. And this is the mentality that my grandparents bestowed on me because that's what they did. Sounds like a beautiful time. So you still go to bed by eight? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm in my... By by four a.m., it's a good day, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, and it's a, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. It's their ideology, but at the same time, from that nine to five mentality, you're working. You're working to a goal. It doesn't matter if you're working for someone else or working for yourself. You're yeah. working. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I talk about in the book a lot is is looking at work. Because I'm not saying we have to go back to that. I'm, that's not the point yeah. I'm making. The point is we have to adjust the meanings for ourselves in our own lives of these work, these these things like hard work and success, so that they're relevant to us and they're not based as a comparative against someone else or or even as an institution or a culture. Um, and and I look at it like, how do we we inject seasonality into our hard work because when we're working on a project, it may demand more than nine to five, right? Yeah. It may demand nine to nine or nine to 12. And it may demand that for an extended period of time. And when I used to be an athlete, at we, as we would train for um, our most important races of the year, 
we would have blocks where we trained very hard and we would have blocks where we trained less and we would have blocks where we rested. And all of that was a periodization that allowed us to be at our best. And I think the same applies to work. So instead of saying, I'll just work hard for 10 years, it's understanding that inside that 10 years, the, the hard work can ebb and flow as we are bringing new projects into the world that are important to us. And then we can rest and digest those projects and, and, and then move on to the next one as opposed to this just like constant, constant line. And so I try and do that. Pretty terrible at it, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> How so about you? you? <laughs> I'm one of those people. I have a project and it has to be done right now. It can't want, not be spread over the next week. I have to have it done right now. And yeah. I have my right arm going, no, you need to step back and you need to spread this out because you're going to wear yourself out. But in yeah. my mind, it's okay. I have a deadline that I self-impose on myself. Yeah. It's hard too. Cause I, I, I mean, I've definitely burnt myself out to the point where I've been in hospital mm-hmm. before in my life, multiple times it, but we have such an ability to mask burnout now that I think that we, we no longer understand when it's happening. Um, you know, between everything from, from Netflix and, and, and just being on a screen, which is so stimulating to, to alcohol and, and certain food and, and all these different things help us kind of constantly stimulate ourselves and feel something different than what's actually happening. And that, and that there's a, that our body is sometimes screaming at us and saying, Hey, you need to rest. Our mind is sometimes screaming at us and saying, Hey, you need to rest. And we just keep saying, no, we can, we can kind of push aside. And I'll, I'll use, go back to being an athlete. It's like, you don't get to do that as an athlete, because if you do that as an athlete, you get, you get hurt. Mm-hmm. You literally suck in your races. Um, that, cause I was a runner, but and so you, you just, there's, there's a much quicker, in my view, um, action consequence in burnout, whereas in the workforce, we kind of, it's a much more of a slow killer. We don't see it happening uh, as, as fast. I, I found, again, that's just my own life as an example. No, I see this a lot between new entrepreneurs and seasoned entrepreneurs that we burn ourselves out because we need to get to that monetary mark. We have to make payroll. We have to make what are the project is. We have to get to this deadline that we self-impose. So we keep working. And as we're burning out, we're getting tired. We're getting sluggish ourselves. We're not thinking straight. So it's there. It's, we do this every day to ourselves because we have these self-imposed timelines. Yeah. And they're totally fictitious. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just as much a victim uh, or I guess guilty of, of, of setting those to myself. And, and it's the fine line of, of setting a goal and then setting that goal free. Mm-hmm. So you have the intention for the goal and you, you're very clear about what it is that you want to achieve in, in your life, whether that goal is personal, professional, monetary, et cetera. But it's the timeline that's the falsehood. And you have to, and it's the timeline that obscures our, our thinking throughout it that we, you know, it creates this, this unnecessary weight and need. What I've tried to do better 
in recent years is say, this is something I want to do and I'm going to work towards it consistently, but I'm going to try and be patient and trust that it will come at the time that it's supposed to. And that way I shift from expectation to acceptance, which is a much for me, healthier mindset to be in. Cause when I expect I'm generally let down, but when I just accept, uh, then I, I seem to, you know, flow a little bit better through my own chaotic life. Oh, I, I think we all do that. We mm. just have to let go of the expectation and accept things happen in their own time. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've, course i'm going through your website as we're talking because it's what what i do you also have the 21 day transformation course or guide <laughs> yeah the the guides the uh the the free the free piece the course the course is is something that i wanted to to kind of distill like what was a four-year journey for me after i had suffered severe anxiety and depression um, when I'd sold my business and I just was, I was so burnt out and I was so disillusioned with everything. And I went through a very long, dark period, but that period was also filled with healing and self-work. And, and so I wanted to kind of put that into a small little booklet, I guess, with videos and tutorials and worksheets on the things that I learned on that, on that journey that allowed me to come to terms with my depression and come to terms with my anxiety and then learn ways to, to cope and then learn, learn ways to overcome those things and, and get back to, you know, being in a healthier, happier mindset. Um, now, obviously, that's not usually a 21 day journey it wasn't for me uh but it's just that's the framework of the course it's just over 21 days and then but you have it forever you can you know you right just, you it, it's an everyday thing it's not gonna be okay for the next 21 days i'm gonna do this course and and afterwards i don't have to do with the work anymore right that's not how this works <laughs> yeah and it's all it's all that kind of stuff because it's you know, there's, there's stillness and silent meditations. There's, um, there's worksheet on worksheets on understanding, you know, what's, what's really true for us now. What's, what's triggering us. Um, you know, what's, what's holding us back and getting us to really get quiet because when we get quiet, this will still be spinning, mm -hmm. but the quieter we get, the longer we get, all of a sudden, some of that noise can start to, to dissipate and certain things become clear for us. We can hear our truths more clearly. And, and, and once we hear them, it's the question, what do we choose to do with that? Right. Do we choose to acknowledge it or do we choose to ignore it? And so the first part of this thing is, of course, is getting you to acknowledge and understand it. And then it's creating actionable items to to sort of reprogram your life accordingly to those, those things that come up for you, mm -hmm. which is really hard to do because the, it seems like the world always pushes back, <laughs> tries to pull you back into yes, old it ways. Does. We, I mean, we had a whole year of the world pushing back against us. So <laughs> it still seems to be going on. We just, uh, we just got reshut back down here in uh, British Columbia 
the whole province uh, at least for three weeks mm -hmm. or more. Who knows? Yeah. You know, it's kind of a very groundhog day to last March, April, you know, when all the restaurants went first and gyms and so on and so forth. So Yeah, everything's just going back to where it was last year. Can we get out mm -hmm. of Groundhog Day and move forward now? Where are you based? I'm in the U.S., However, I have business partners in India. Uh -huh. India is completely shut down again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. everything I'm working on, I can't do because they're shut down. Yeah. Where are you in the States, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, currently in Ohio. Ohio. I'm out here, actually, <laughs> I travel a lot. So today okay. I'm in Ohio. <laughs> what's Ohio What's Ohio been like during this all? Has it been pretty... Uh, I mean, depends on the the month the month yeah yeah so everything's opening up currently and getting back to a normal whatever normal is yeah but i mean there's places that i'm going to that's closing back down again so it's just hit and miss it's we need to find a normal even if normal is doing the work on the computer yeah yeah well it's um it's one of those times that I still feel is really good to, to practice looking, looking in and like seeing how we're reacting to what's happening in the world, how we're reacting to, like, is that, are we angry? Are we doubtful? Are we, are we anxious? Like what, what, and then using it as a mirror to go say, okay, why am I feeling those things? Why am I feeling those things about all that's happening? Right. Sometimes that shakeup gives you a really good entry point. Um, that's that's sort of the way I, I try and, and take you know these things as they come. Exactly. It's not okay. So we're now we're stuck at home, regardless if it's twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. We're stuck at home. Now is an excellent point to move forward. Well, how do we move forward? We, we we're entrepreneurs, right? So we create stuff, create a business, create a market, create figure it out. I mean, I spent most of 2020 going over spreadsheets, Excel sheets, and coming up with a 360 page business plan. That's a, that's a solid business plan. <laughs> that's a solid piece of material. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, my business partner in India, he, he was expecting like a 10 to 15 page business plan. We gave him 360. <laughs> You're like, hey, it's it's COVID. I had I had the time. <laughs> I have the time to research everything. I mean, from how much ink goes into a dot to how much payroll is. So it's all there. Is the, the business a secret? Yeah. Is the business is the business a secret? No, it's Tree and Press. It's what? Sorry, it's what? Tree and Press, my company. Ah, so you, oh, you started that during COVID. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. very cool. Very so cool. it's not where I want it yet, but I can't open fully because COVID won't allow me to open fully, mm -hmm. but everything's lined up for it. Well, whenever normal gets back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is a tricky time for that. I mean, getting naked is, does provide a roadmap for, for starting a business. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I totally factored in the idea of a global pandemic, but what I did factor in was, you know, whether there's a global pandemic or not, 
so many entrepreneurs that I know who are great entrepreneurs get stuck in the moment before they take a leap, mm -hmm. before they're willing to, to really dive in to not the idea of the business, not the fundamentals of the business, the running of the business. And we're all guilty of this in different things. Some of us don't want to dive into a relationship. Some of us don't want to, you know, and, and so what is the thing that's holding us back? Is it the common sense of the situation? I wouldn't open a restaurant right now. <laughs> Drink, right? Just wouldn't do it. Right. But, or is it something in us that is saying, hey, I'm not just too afraid. Well, why am I too afraid? And so there, there is, there's a lot that we can do when we do the inner work that frees us to be more fearless in our business decision-making that again, that doesn't mean ignorance. That doesn't mean not acting out of common sense or right. information. It just means removing the fear piece that's blocking us. And, uh, and sometimes it's like the smartest people I know, they get so far into their heads about whether they should do these businesses, which they would be wildly successful at that. It's like, you need to not actually <laughs> overthink this thing and you need to do it and you need to let it unfold and be what it's going to be. Right. And adjust as you go. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those, the biggest thing was, okay, I'm going to hit send and I'm, I'm in a digital space. So a predestined send to me is jumping over the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's, that's actually a really good example yeah. of that. Yeah. Do you hit send? I like yeah. that. It's, do I hit this? Is it ready? Is it ready for launch? Do I put the website up? Do I put these books into the retailers? Do I, what's the next point of the business? And again, I'm in digital space, so it doesn't affect me if I push send, but it affects everyone else who has to create these books now. Do they come into the office or factory or whatever to make the books? Do they ship them out? Now you have tens of thousands of people involved in this one little decision that I just made. It's one little send. And, and yet at the same time, it's like, you know, I've always, when I was younger, operated with this belief that there was this big spotlight on me mm -hmm. and everything I did, not in the sense that I was famous and not in the sense of like Instagram or anything like that, in the sense of every decision I've made, if it was bad, everyone would know and everyone would judge me and it would be just this big monumentous thing and over time you realize that there really there is no spotlight nobody cares and if you do hit that send button to borrow your metaphor yes things happen but it's never like this big life-altering thing because life just keeps happening mm -hmm. and you keep having to respond to the the things that happen whether you hit that send button now or later or whatever and so if you stop making if we stop making such a big deal about these things, they stop becoming a big deal. And, and you just, oh, you know, I did hit that send button and there was some things that happened, but I'll just, I'll just deal with them. Or maybe it wasn't, you know, anywhere near as, as big. And so I, I've always looked at, at, well, I shouldn't say always, I've now looked at it as like, what, how do we iterate in our businesses? How do we not, and in our lives and not think about things as these big defining moments and instead, they're just all pieces of a very, very, very long road that 
you know, we can adjust the other way if we have to. We can overcome that and overcome this. And and there's never a there's never a defining moment that's that's so critical that we can't rebound from it or pivot from it. Right. I mean, we put all these mountains in front of us. And by the time we climbed the mountains, we just realized we climbed the molehill. Was it as big as our mind made it out to be? We do this every day with every decision. And a lot of us would go, oh, let's see a mountain. Let's go climb it. And then yeah. you have the others go, uh, this is going to be a very long mountain. And it start with step one instead of racing yeah. to the top. It's just how we deal with it as individuals, but we're all capable of doing it. We, we are all capable. We just have to show up. We just have to show, keep, keep showing up, right? And showing up means sometimes facing the problem head on and, and learning from it. And showing up sometimes means making the conscious choice to not take that thing on. You know, maybe that wasn't the mountain. You and I are beating metaphors to death here, but maybe that wasn't the mountain to, uh, to climb for you at this right. moment, right? And just waiting it out, choosing another one. But both involve us showing up to make that to make that decision and then just not getting stuck in the fact that you made a decision. Right. I have a wonderful mentor that says last year, it's not the time to contract, it's time to expand. Expand your knowledge, expand your business, expand yourself. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a time for him to shrink his business or shrink his mindset. It was a time to expand. He's now expanding into three countries i think yeah and that's just his mindset but at the same time if you listen to how he talks in his books you learn like with you you have to do it for yourself you can't do it for the monetary gain because that's just a temporary fix that's temporary liberty because you're not here yet mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah and i always say if you're going to do it for the money, then just know that's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't think that it's going to make you happy, but you know, I don't think you become a hedge fund manager because you want to make the world a better place mm-hmm. <laughs> for the money, you know, but there's all, there's this, you know, so if we take out the banking industry as a whole and we look just towards entrepreneurship as a road to follow your passion because some because some entrepreneurs they're not following their passion in the in the, the business they're following their passion in that they want to work for themselves or they want to they want to achieve financial freedom and others just want they do want to change the world or they want to they want to build something that, that so many people are going to love whether that's a project or a, or a product or a widget or a piece of clothing or a technology etc and so I, I'm always of the mind that yes, we should, you know, we should operate intelligently and, and fight and you know as fiduciaries, but that the money will come if we if we are aligned with our values and we are aligned with the purpose that we we are setting out to do eventually. Yes. Um, and you just have to go towards that. And the biggest thing is success does not happen overnight. It takes hard work. You have to work your business every day to be successful, regardless if you want the money or if you want the mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so thankful for having you on the show today. 
grateful to be here. As I said, it's, it's, thank you for you having me. And wh where can our listeners and our viewers find you? Yeah, so joelprimus.com um, forward slash book forward slash is where you can uh, check out the book too on joelprimus.com. Um, it's called Getting Naked, The Bare Necessities of Entrepreneurship and Startups. And it's also available on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. So awesome. Please check it out. Yeah. Again, thank you. And for our, our if I can talk today, obviously <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, for babe. all of our, our viewers and our listeners, happy reading. Thanks for having me.